Welcome to Naturally Well, a podcast to help you live a healthier and happier life with a Nordic twist. I'm your host, Kate Turner, registered dietitian, personal trainer, Nordic Naturals nutrition specialist, and owner of Live Well with Kate. Today, we're back talking to Dr. Scott Minton about why we should all be taking a daily multivitamin. Dr. Minton has over a decade of experience as a professor of biological sciences at Vanguard University of Southern California, has worked as a field laboratory and clinical researcher, and has provided nutrition consulting services to medical clinics. He holds both a master's and a PhD degree in resource ecology from the University of Michigan and holds a certification in health and fitness from the American College of Sports Medicine, and currently is a scientific advisor for Nordic Naturals. In this episode, Dr. Minton and I discuss how vitamins specifically benefit us, the current deficiency rate among Americans, and how you can easily correct it to have your body function more optimally. We also discuss what specific populations a daily multivitamin is critical for and what to look for when selecting one, specifically what forms to look for for certain vitamins that will be better absorbed and used by your body. And if you're thinking, I generally eat a healthy diet, so I don't need a daily multivitamin, Dr. Minton says, think again. Let's hear why. Scott, welcome back to the show. We were just saying you are a pro at this by now, um, but we're so happy to have you on. Every time we have a conversation, there are just so many layers and the depth of understanding and science we go through is always fascinating to me. And we've gotten such good feedback from our listeners. So I'm so happy today to have you on to discuss multivitamins and why we should take one if we really need to take one um, and everything multivitamin. Well, thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to be back with you. Um, So Scott, I know this is a very, I want to say generic question, but a very widespread question too, that we were just saying the answer could probably go on for a few hours, maybe even the whole day, but can we just start with the basics of what do vitamins in general do for us? Well, as we've mentioned previously, your body has between 60 and 100 trillion cells. And each one of those cells is a massive processing center. In fact, there's a chart out there. If somebody wants to Google, like, um, I think it's like cell metabolism pathways or something. And basically what it shows is all the reactions going on in a cell for, a, in, for any given second. And this poster is a wall-sized poster, and it's so dense with all the little lines going from one thing to another, you can't hardly make out what's going on, okay? So your body, in other words, is going through these immense, myriad, complex reactions, things you know, trying to sense what's going on, uh, your cells trying to figure out what's going on. How do I respond? What do I need to make? What do I need not to make? What do I need to build? What do I need to kill? Um, you know, depending on where you're at. And then you've got every organ reacting differently from every other organ. So in other words, you've got this insanely complex system. And this insanely complex system is built on receiving um, resources from food, you know, like proteins, carbohydrates, fats. So we have these structural building blocks that we can take in and we can replace that which is us, you know? Um, We need to rebuild ourselves constantly. We need to 
fix ourselves constantly. We need to actually improve what's there constantly. And then, so that's sort of the structural end. But then, just like every machinery needs little components, you know, one A is connected to B. A lot of times there's a little, um, you know, if you've ever seen a mechanical, two mechanical arms, there's oftentimes a little knob like thing in between the two that allows the two arms to connect. All right. Well, chemically, you have all these different kinds of connectors um, that are required that are between one thing or another, or you have, let's say, a protein that's just sitting there and it's going, well, I'm just kind of waiting around to be told what to do. And then something comes along, connects to it and turns it on. All right. So vitamins and minerals to, um, to, to some degree are these connectors, are these activators that allow things to run. And it's they are involved in everything from cell division to energy production to immune <laughs> capabilities. You go into every cell, into every uh, uh, organ across the entire body it requires this mixture of different vitamins to actually run. So that if you took all the vitamins out of you, you could not run, you would die. And that is also why there are many diseases or deficiency diseases that we have seen over time. Now, the classic is, you know, people coming over to the new world on ships didn't have access to fresh fruits. So what did they end up with? They ended up with scurvy. Why? Because they were lacking vitamin C. And scurvy was a horrible situation where your teeth were falling out, your skin was cracking. And what they found was, guy, I'd land in the new world, eat an orange, and suddenly, within a couple of days, I look 100% better. And so there's all sorts of um, vitamin and actual mineral deficiencies that could lead to disastrous outcomes. And that's another reason why in the U.S. and other countries now, there are requirements for fortification, adding synth synthetic vitamins to foods that are commonly lacking in these vitamins, so that at a minimum, you don't get a vitamin deficiency. That doesn't mean many of us are not walking around with a deficiency. It just means it reduces the risk of getting to the point where, you know, you've, you're ending up in the hospital with something horrible. Yeah, no. And I think it's, it's tough because right now, and I'll read a stat, but 40% of Americans consume below average levels of eight of the 14 essential vitamins. And while, right, that may not seem like a big deal to some people, it can result in things like, you know, we were just saying like it affects your immune system regulation. Also a big topic right now is blood sugar support and supporting your blood sugar and your blood sugar control is directly connected to making sure your vitamin and mineral levels are up to par and unfortunately, I wish so bad, Scott, that when people went in for their routine 
like their yearly checkup with their doctor, we all would get a full workup of right just our vitamins and minerals to see what's low, what's not. I mean, it's crazy that vitamin D still isn't on there as just a routine check. But most of us don't know what our vitamin and mineral levels are. Most of the time I find people realize they end up realizing later they have a deficiency, right? Because something negative is coming up from them or they're experiencing, maybe it's like some brittle nails or, um, some hair loss, things like that, but we don't want it to get to that point. And I think you made such a good point about, right? Like the pirates finally getting to the new world or if they were and eating that orange and all of a sudden they felt better. So that's the great thing with adding in vitamins too, is it can resurrect you pretty quick, right? There are some that like you want to take, right? And we talk about a daily multivitamin because you need to take it daily. It's not like we can store some of them as much. Um, but that's what I love too, is that even though we are unfortunately mainly in that deficiency stage in the U S you can correct it pretty quickly. Right. And you think, why, why are we deficient? Um, and we have to realize that there's several reasons for this. One is our food simply. Um, and this is a product of being in an industrialized society where we are cranking out food at a very high rate. We're often importing food from across the world. And that food, of course, is grown on soil. And so the local soil conditions are dependent on what kind of rocks weathered and made the soil in the first place. So the, so the minerals particularly and the vitamins that are built, that are made by the plants in many cases, um, are dependent upon what's in the soil. Now, actually, so that will vary from region to region to region. Secondly, after you use the soil for a while, actually all the plants suck the nutrients out. So what are farmers left with? They're left with two choices. One is an insanely insanely expensive option of adding a multi-mineral back into the soil at high levels for all the plants they're trying to grow. Or they have found that if they add three things, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potash, the plants will grow and they'll look normal. Like it'll look like a green bean. It'll look like a squash. It'll look like corn on the cob. But it will, but they, even though the plants will grow, they will lack all the things that were once in the soil. In addition, to get them into the stores without rotting, they have to pick a lot of these fruits and vegetables um, early before they're ripe. And so when you take away the nutrients from the soil, when you take away the length of time they grow, even if you're growing in an organic environment, you're still left with plants or, um, yeah, mostly plants here, but animals, you can also talk about the animals that we would consume that would eat the plants. Um, They're nutrient deficient. And so right away, we can think we're healthy by eating lots of fruits and vegetables and organic 
but you could be radically deficient in things. Hence the reason for your suggestion, ask your doctor to test for all these things to see where you are. Maybe you live in an environment that has, you know, you're able to go to more farmers markets and they're growing things more locally and people are, you know, not stressing their soils out by taking everything out of it as much. I don't know. Everybody's different. And then there's the difference in body size, body uh, activity, um, stress levels, which again goes back to your point is a lot of your vitamins are not stored except for your fat soluble ones. So you're running through them every couple hours. So if you're, you're taking your multivitamin once a week, you're good for a day, maybe, you know, and that's why when you take a multivitamin, you should actually spread it out throughout the day. You take a little in the morning, you take a little in the middle, and you take a little bit at night. Um, and therefore, you're covering yourself during a variety of activity periods during the day. So there's lots and lots of reasons that, you know, we think we're doing okay because we look like humans. We kind of feel like all of our friends, you know, and yet we're not functioning either normally or optimally as best as we could. If we would just check some of these basic foundational components, hey, do I have enough? Are things running as they should? If not, where are the holes I need to plug? And a lot of times it's as simple as taking a multivitamin, a fish oil, and a probiotic. Boom. It'll solve so much problems. Nordic Naturals has a new product alert that I have been patiently waiting to announce. Our men's and women's multivitamins are here, complete with 12 essential vitamins and two delicious mixed berry flavored gummies to support a healthy lifestyle and vitamin sufficiency. It can be tough to ensure that we're taking in optimal amounts of the nutrients we need to be and feel our best. And unfortunately, most Americans don't meet the daily vitamin and mineral requirements. And that includes people who generally eat a nutritious diet. Our food today is very different from what it was years ago and is often stripped of many important nutrients. So we need a little help. And taking a daily multivitamin that is tailored specifically to fill in those nutrient gaps is an ideal and delicious way to support you and your family's foundational health. Head to nordic.com and use the code naturallywell15 for 15% off our new multivitamins to ensure you're getting the optimal amount of nutrients you need every day. I still hear people saying all the time, you know, I eat a pretty healthy diet or I eat really well. Do I still really need a multivitamin or is it really going to help me that much? And it goes back to, unfortunately, we don't have that much control over how our food system has changed. Um, I was reading a stat earlier this year that close to 40, if you looked at an apple from the 1950s versus an apple today, the apple today has close to 40% fewer nutrients than it did in 1950. Yep. I mean, that's, to me, that's crazy. It's also very scary. And I'm glad you brought up soil health too, because that is something, unfortunately, that is continuing to be depleted. Hopefully with regenerative farming, we can get to a better place. If anyone is interested um, in more information on that, I don't know, Scott, if you've seen the documentary Kiss the Ground, but I thought they did. It's on Netflix, but they did a fabulous job on just bringing awareness and attention to our soil health and also how it can be better for our planet. Um, but our food system is a big factor. And then also, like you said, stress, which 
I don't know anyone that isn't, doesn't have a higher level of stress these days, but stress environmental factors. So pollutants, if you're living in a city, that's a big factor too. So there's a lot of things that are out of our control, but what we can control is how we fill in those gaps and how we're supporting our body. And for me, you know, taking, right. Taking a pill, maybe two or three times a day, just one, that's a pretty good deal. Like that's, that's not, that's a pretty low lift for me to do. (laughs) Yeah. We all have to have insurance. We have car insurance. We have health insurance. We have house insurance. We have renter's insurance. We have everything, you know? And yet when we, we have, uh, we look at our body and we go, yeah, don't need any insurance there. Um, But vitamin, some of these basic foundational things like a vitamin and mineral is actually health insurance. It's, it's helping. It doesn't, it's, it may not be sufficient for you as an individual, because once again, there's, you know, people have a variety of genetic makeups as well. And some people have these little uh, changes in their genes called um, SNPs. Um, And so, but what that means is basically that you've got a different variant than everybody else. And so you may not be able to convert one thing to another as efficiently as someone else so that you might take a standard multivitamin, which is, should I say, cheaper. And they're usually cheaper because they don't have the sort of later forms. In in later, what I mean is generally you take in, let's just say vitamin your body converts it a couple of times into its more active form where it can be used in cells. And a lot of times if, you know, when you make, you're making these vitamins, it's cheaper just to make them in a basic form that needs to be converted two or three times. Well, if you give it to, if, if you spend a little bit more money and you give it to someone in sort of the second or third converted form, you're saving a couple of steps. Sometimes you're skipping over this sort of problematic genetic situation that some of us have, and therefore you're able to use it more effectively. And therefore, um, you know, using the right form of vitamins also becomes very, very important. Yeah. Are there any particular, Scott, when someone's looking at a multivitamin and looking to select one, I mean, I know we can't run through all of them, but a few um, big vitamins where you'd want to pay attention to the form, what should they be looking for? Yeah. You also have to remember that many of the vitamins that you see on the bottle, say like B1, B2, A, um, many of E, many of these are actually in families. They're actually a family of molecules. Some forms actually you may get from plants. Other forms you may get from animals. For example, some of the B vitamins uh, you can get from both plants and animals. You can convert the plant form to the animal active form, but the animal form is oftentimes the more active form. So if you have one of those genetic issues, uh, you know, having some of these B vitamins converted into a more active form would be a nice thing. Um, 
Let's see. I think some of the classic ones that we think about. Um, let me just start instead of going to the classic Bs. Let me just start with vitamin D because that's like you'd mentioned before a big topic. Um, many people are deficient in vitamin D, and usually we have there. There's again two forms: a basically a plant form called vitamin D one. And then we have a, a vitamin D3, which we can actually make ourselves, sort of. And I say sort of because um, we can make it in the skin from cholesterol, but there's three steps. We take cholesterol, cholesterol kind of goes to the skin area, it gets converted into vitamin, what we call D3 but then it has to go through the liver where it's converted. And then it has to go to the kidneys where it's converted again. So in terms of supplements, if you give um, someone vitamin D1 from plants, yes, that can eventually be converted to active vitamin D3, the one coming out of your kidneys. However, if you give vitamin D3, directly, um, it's it's easier for the body to, to just shoot it to the liver and the kidneys and make it more um, biologically active in, in a more rapid way. And plus, if you give someone vitamin D3, uh, sorry, D1, sometimes it is stored in the liver where your other, if you give someone vitamin D3, it goes throughout the whole body and it can be stored everywhere. And, and therefore be converted much more rapidly. So just the basic forms of vitamin D make a big mm. difference. Both are good, both can be used, but one is more efficient than the other. Yeah, um, and the, I feel like the one, Scott, too, that I think of a lot, especially for, um, you know, our vegan vegetarian friends that are a special population that should generally be on a multivitamin is making sure that their B12, a great form there is to use methylcobalamin. Um, because that's what I see a lot that isn't in the most superior form. And especially if you are one of those populations, but I feel like so many people are deficient in B12 as it is. Um, and that also can help with just like when we're talking about how we're feeling, cause that's what it's all about. Just how we're feeling. That can be one where we're not you know, feeling is energized, um, feeling really run down. So that's an important one that I always try to make sure people are looking at the form there. Yeah. And vitamin B12 plays, plays with uh, vitamin B6 in a lot of pathways. And like you said, a lot of these have to do with energy production in various places um, within the cells. And so many times we need both to working together to make the, the processes run correctly. And just taking B6 or just taking B12, yes, that might be effective for some things, but then you're gonna miss out on the balance. And that's another reason why taking a all the Bs together as a family helps in this kind of partnership that many of them have with each other. Yeah. Are there any other populations, you know, we were just talking about, you know, vegan, vegetarian, or really anyone on a restrictive diet or cutting out any food groups? Are there any other populations that you would highly recommend a daily multivitamin to? 
Yeah, actually, those who are, um, well, actually, there's many, um, what, those who are actually trying to be very healthy and exercising a lot. If you're doing a lot of weightlifting or you're doing a lot of cardio work, guess what? You are blowing through a lot of um, vitamins every day. You're putting a lot of metabolic stress, good metabolic stress on your body, but then you need to also increase the support for all those cells. Uh, it just doesn't come from the air you breathe. You actually have to put the resources in to run the machine. <laughs> and the more you work out, the, the more you need your resources. Yeah, I mean, so, I, uh, I, I was just, what came to mind once was, uh, was a gal that I saw who was running a one of those um, cycle classes at, at the gym. She was about 30-something, incredibly good shape, incredibly good shape. But when you looked at her, she actually looked like she was about 50. And the reason why is she was working out so hard. And when you work out hard, you actually create free radicals. You create oxidative stress. And if you don't put in the components to clean all that up, it's going to damage you. So you get a benefit and then there's the cost. And for her, the costs were at least as equal to the benefits, at least visually. And if it was visual, you can imagine what it could also be going on on the inside too. So as we uh, try to be healthy and we're working out and we're you know, trying to reach the top of the, you know, online cycle competitive list, <laughs> or whatever you're trying to compete on, um, you just have to replace what you're going on. And then anybody who has sort of chronic digestive distress or an autoimmune situation where you've got inflammation, potential inflammation in your gut, which means you're not going to be able to absorb things as efficiently as others, you need to make sure that you're providing the opportunity for your body to absorb as much as possible. And also people are, who are on any kind of medication regimen, because a lot of times um, certain medications will shut down. Let's just say if you're on uh, you know, some sort of blood um, anticoagulation regimen, you're knocking out vitamin K. So you want to kind of put vitamin K back in there so it can do its job um, normally without, you know, kind of destroying what the physician is trying to help you with. So anyway, there are lots of lots of things, lots of situations with people now that would be very good to be taking a multivitamin. Yeah. And I love just going back to what we were saying earlier about once you start taking it, your body will start to utilize it right away. You know, there's some, maybe some, like if your D is very low, it may take some time to bring those levels up. Um, cause we can actually store them, but some of your other vitamins and minerals that you're just using on a daily basis and using up, once you take that multivitamin, it's being put to work right away. And that's one thing I find so powerful about taking a daily multivitamin, but also like when you're Right, like you said, Scott, you have to actually put it in your body. You have to actually put it in your mouth for it to work. 
it makes you feel good when you're taking it too, because you know, you're actively doing something that's going to affect your body in a positive way pretty much immediately. And I think that's really powerful and also gives us some of that control back from a lot of those things that are so far out of our control, you know, whether it's our food system or the pollutants in the air, um, we can take some of that control back and control our health a little bit better. Yeah. And there's wonderful metabolic tests now that you can actually look to see um, what your how your body is dealing with each each uh, vitamin and many of the minerals, because these, like, like we had talked about before, they go into these metabolic reactions, A becomes B, B becomes C, C ends up in the urine. And so you can actually take a, or in the blood. And so you can take a blood or a urine test and go, well, how much of this is there? If there's low amounts, that may mean you're kind of low on B6 or B2 or whatever. And so by taking a multivitamin for a while, then going in and having one of these tests, you can see where you are. And you can say, huh, I'm really great across the board. I can just kind of keep doing what I'm doing. And or I'm just off here. Huh, why am I off here? And so suddenly, you know, taking supplements becomes much easier because you don't have 15 holes to try to plug. You've got one or two. And if you're working with a good um, functional medicine doctor who understands this stuff, they can actually help guide you into a, a diet and supplement program that minimizes what you have to take, but maximizes your output. And then that puts you on a health trajectory for the rest of your life so that you're going from solid place to solid place and not, you know, you're kind of going along and then you drop off the cliff one day and go, holy cow, what happened? How do I fix all this stuff? Because <laughs> things happen to us all, you know? And so, and even if worst case scenario happens, well, at least you're, you've been going along on a pretty solid footing. So perhaps you're not as, you've, you've not gone off the cliff quite as far as you would have. Yeah. No, no, definitely. And I think just to note for anyone listening to, if you haven't listened to our second episode with Scott called how healthy are your cells, definitely take a listen to that because we also talk about how it's so important to take omega threes along with taking any vitamins and minerals, because they really help your cells like actually absorb them and get into your cell. So just a note there, because if we started that discussion now, we'd have a long podcast ahead of us. But Scott, thank you so much. This is always so great to talk to you and go a little bit more in depth and into the science um, and learn the why. You know, we love to end every episode with a little rapid fire Q&A. So I always have to be coming up with new questions for you because you are a veteran at this point. Um, So first thing that comes to mind, high intensity or low intensity movement? It depends on what your goal well, is. Well, Scott, this is for you. Oh, oh for do me? You per, yeah, do you? Per, uh-huh. We're trying to get to know you better. Ah, okay. Okay, got it. Um, both, actually. Um, for I'm into both martial arts and surfing. And so I find that actually a combination of both are critical 
both for endurance and for power. Yeah, I love that. Um, how much about how much water do you drink a day? Would you say how many ounces? Oh, good grief. Not enough. Uh, my wife and I were having a competition and she won. Uh, she's got this little multi-liter bottle now and you could see how much she drinks and I'm sitting here sipping coffee. So a couple <laughs> of liters, which is um, not enough. So that's one thing I really need to work on. What would you say, Scott, if someone were to ask about, right? And it all do, does depend on our weight and other factors, but about how many ounces should should we all be trying to get in each day of water? Uh, convert uh, two liters to ounces, and that would be the answer. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so one liter is about 33.2 ounces, I want to say. So, okay. So kind of close to our like 64, maybe 70, 75, anywhere between 64 and 75. Something around there. That yeah. sound about right. Um, okay. This one's a good one. What is your favorite indulgence? Coffee. <laughs> I love that. That's your indulgence, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and you, do you do, I can't remember. Do you do your coffee black or do you add? Black. Yeah, no, black? no, I never add anything. Yeah. I wish my favorite indulgence was just coffee. <laughs> Not that, not not little mini ice cream sandwiches or, you know, who knows? Um, But Scott, thank you again for coming on. This is so great. I know we will have you back on to discuss more, but if anyone has any questions for Scott from today's podcast or from our other podcasts, make sure to leave them in the comments below. And Scott, I hope to see you soon. Thanks so much, Kate. Really appreciate it. This week's actionable step is to take some control back over your health and take a daily multivitamin to fill in some of those missing gaps and get your body working at its best. And make sure to check out our episode, How Healthy Are Your Cells, to learn how taking an omega-3 can support your daily multivitamin use and foundational health. Thank you for listening to Naturally Well by Nordic Naturals. And remember, you can catch some of our podcast episodes on our Naturally Well YouTube channel. If you want to know more about me, you can follow me on Instagram at livewellwithkate, where I typically live on my stories, providing a variety of daily health and wellness tips. Naturally Well is hosted by myself, Kate Turner, and produced by Andrew Steven. If you have any questions, please send us an email at podcast at nordicnaturals.com, and we hope to answer your question on air. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.